Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. The grace of our Lord Jesus Christ, and the love of God, and the communion of the Holy Spirit be with you all. Brethren, let us acknowledge our sins, and so prepare ourselves to celebrate the sacred mysteries. I confess to Almighty God, and to you, my brothers and sisters, that I have greatly sinned in my thoughts and in my words, in what I have done and in what I have failed to do, through my fault, through my fault, through my most grievous fault. Therefore I ask the Blessed Mary, ever-Virgin, all the angels and saints, and you, my brothers and sisters, to pray for me to the Lord our God. May Almighty God have mercy on us, forgive us our sins, and bring us to everlasting life. your kindly light upon your faithful Lord we pray and with the splendor of your glory set their hearts ever aflame that they may never cease to acknowledge their Saviour and may truly hold fast to him who lives and reigns with you in the unity of the Holy Spirit God for ever and ever
A reading from the first letter of St. John. This is the message, as you heard it from the beginning, that we are to love one another, not to be like Cain, who belonged to the evil one and cut his brother's throat, cut his brother's throat simply for this reason, that his own life was evil and his brother lived a good life. You must not be surprised, brothers, when the world hates you. We have passed out of death and into life, and of this we can be sure because we love our brothers. If you refuse to love, you must remain dead. To hate your brother is to be a murderer, and murderers, as you know, do not have eternal life in them. This has taught us love, that he gave up his life for us, and we too ought to give up our lives for our brothers. If a man who was rich enough in this world's goods saw that one of his brothers was in need, but closed his heart to him, how could the love of God be living in him? My children, our love is not to be just words or mere talk, but something real and active. Only by this can we be certain that we are children of the truth, and be able to quieten our conscience in his presence, whatever accusations it may raise against us because God is greater than our conscience, and he knows everything. My dear people, if we cannot be condemned by our own conscience, we need not be afraid in God's presence. The word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. Quiet when I to the Lord all the earth.
to leave for Galilee, he met Philip and said, follow me. Philip came from the same town, Bethsaida, as Andrew and Peter. Philip found Nathanael and said to him, we have found the one Moses wrote about in the law, the one about whom the prophets wrote. He is Jesus, son of Joseph from Nazareth. From Nazareth, said Nathanael, can anything good come from that place? Come and see, replied Philip. When Jesus saw Nathanael coming, he said of him, There is an Israelite who deserves the name, incapable of deceit. How do you know me, said Nathanael. Before Philip came to call you, said Jesus, I saw you under the fig tree. Nathanael answered, Rabbi, you are the Son of God, you are the King of Israel. <coughs> Jesus replied, You believe that just because I said I saw you under the fig tree. You will see greater things than that. And then he added, I tell you most solemnly, you will see heaven laid open <coughs> and above the sun and above the Son of Man the angels of God ascending and descending. The Gospel of the Lord. Praise to you, Lord Jesus Christ. St. John gives us a detailed description of the first days of Jesus' ministry. At the heart of the account are the invitations of Jesus for others to follow him, to be his disciples. Philip was addressed with the simple and straightforward words, follow me. St. John tells us that Philip is from Bethsaida, the same town as Andrew and Peter. Those simple yet life-changing words follow me impacted on Philip as he immediately found Nathaniel and shared his experience. Jesus had touched, had pierced Philip's heart profoundly. 
Philip recognised in Jesus something, someone. We have found him of whom Moses in the law and the prophets wrote, Jesus, son of Joseph from Nazareth. John then goes on to tell us how Nathanael reacts to Philip's words from Nazareth. Can anything good come from that place? Philip's heart had been touched and he invites Nathanael to come and see. Nathanael goes along and encounters Jesus and there follows a short dialogue. Jesus describes Nathanael as an Israelite with no deception. This leads to Nathanael's profession of faith in Jesus. Rabbi, you are the Son of God. You are the King of Israel. Philip's and Nathanael's hearts were touched. They were prepared to listen to Jesus' teaching and follow him. They had received an invitation and had answered it by accompanying Jesus in his public ministry, listening to his teaching and imitating his lifestyle. We too have received an invitation to be Jesus' disciples, which means living Christ's life in the daily round of our everyday life, opening our hearts to God's light and peace, and bringing that light and peace to others. Our Holy Father Benedict, in the prologue of his rule, says, let us open our eyes to the light that comes from God and our ears to the voice from heaven that every day calls out this charge. If you hear his voice today, do not harden your hearts. And St Paul, when writing to the Galatians, said, It is no longer I who live, but Christ who lives in me.